0: Oh,
1: Recorded live. Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to uh, our NBA Recap Podcast, Last Night in Association. As the playoffs have begun, we're going to record a little bit more frequently as games are on every couple of nights and are a little bit more important. Uh, as it's coming in, you hear Master P, not exactly my favorite rapper, but uh, my co-partner, he picked it tonight. Uh, what's up with that about it? Will
0: Stacks in the
1: house. What's up, what's up, what's up? Bow is bow is sending
0: now respect to the N.O., the Crescent City, New Orleans, Louisiana. Shout out to the Pelicans. Up 2-0 on the Trailblazers. Who would have thunk it? One of the best backcourts in the league, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum being outplayed by Rajon Rondo. Drew Holiday, so I mean hey, you got to give it up to New Orleans and one of New Orleans' finest Master P is
1: letting everybody know the Pelicans are about it, about it. Yeah, they are definitely about it. Uh, We'll get to that game and that series here in a little bit. Uh, If you listened to the last podcast, and a lot of you did, uh, we're going to break this down into conferences, uh, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, first half, second half. Uh, In the first half, we are going to go straight to the Western Conference, so you brought it up, the Pelicans up two zero. Anthony Davis leading the way, along with, at least last night, with Drew Holiday. Um, the Trailblazers are in big, big trouble, man, going back to New Orleans down too love The Trailblazers Blazers are, got outplayed and, and, dare I say, possibly
0: outcoached. Uh, you know, at home twice, you know, when uh, Drew Holiday, you know, some are saying one of the best two-way guards uh, offensively and defensively in, in the league. Ray John Rondo elevating his game uh, come playoff time. You know, they got to give everything all props to the Pels or they are playing some quality ball. And whenever you have an Anthony Davis caliber player, MVP candidate, you know, he is absolutely putting the team on his back and showing why uh, he is the man in New Orleans. Uh, up 2-0. Don't think too many people would have thought it. Uh, but they are playing some outstanding ball right now. They can't be complacent. They need to go back home to New Orleans and finish the deal.
1: Yeah, uh, Portland, one of the toughest places to win, uh, uh, you know, on the road. And they've gone in, you know, the first game was a little bit closer, and last night they, you know, I mean, they're really pretty much comfortably involved in that game or comfortably in the lead all night. So, yeah, Shouts out to the Pales. Uh, we'll see what happens when they get down to New Orleans. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm completely surprised that uh, Portland's putting in this performance. You know, dare I
0: say, are the Pelicans a better team without the Marcus Cousins? You know, since Cousins' in, uh, injury, you know, obviously put more load on Anthony Davis, and then the acquisition of Miritich uh, from the Bulls has spaced the floor more, give more room for Rondo, more room for Holiday, and, of course, Davis doing his thing only playing center, not playing forward sometimes, center sometimes, with Cousins. So are the Pels better without Cousins? That's a question. I'll leave it out there, but they're playing good ball right now.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, also out west, uh, the champs are back. Uh, before we get into this, too, uh, a quick RIP. Uh, they ran this during the game at TNT that uh, the wife of uh, Coach Popovich passed away. Uh, I guess she's been sick for a long time. Uh, they've been married like for forty-some odd years. So R.I.P. Uh, the Coach Pop and his family and all of that. Uh, but yeah, the Champs are hit, He are are back. An efficient win over the Spurs, 116 one sixteen, one hundred one. They hit the playoff switch. You know, KD and Clay. Uh, you know, leading the team. Still no Steph. Still no Kawhi. Uh, San Antonio's really got no shot. And now you got this hanging over the head of the team as well.
0: Yes, yeah, San Antonio was in big trouble without Kawhi Leonard. They they have they just don't have enough weapons. They don't have enough people to score when you're being led uh by Rudy Gay. Uh <laughs> didn't even know he was still in the league in a lot of ways, but uh Rudy Gay uh stepping up big, you know, trying to help LaMarcus Aldridge who is yes, their true leader. Um uh, but you know, he's he's playing one against 5 if you want to look at it. He threw in 35 uh, but having uh, no assistance from the rest of his team, you know, Manu Ginobili trying to give what he can, but he just doesn't have it like he used to. Uh, so when again you're relying on the the likes of Rudy Gay to help Aldridge, uh, it's not going to happen. Too much fire, power, too much firepower with uh, Golden State, and that's without Steph Curry. You know, just too much uh, Durant and, and Thompson and they're getting contributions from all over the lineup. You know, Draymond Green, of course, doing his thing. Um, but, you know, the the Spurs are in trouble now with this. Um, you know, the death of Aaron Popovich, the wife of Greg Popovich, like you mentioned, hanging over the team. You know, they're already in a tough situation with this now. It's really going to be difficult. Um, you know, I feel bad for the Spurs, but, uh, you know, it's uh, not looking good for the future um, of San Antonio this year.
1: Yeah. Um, my son asked me today, do you think they're going to uh, win a game? And I was like, if they don't win game three, they won't. Uh, so that, their best chance is definitely to win game three. If they don't win that, it'll be a real quick closeout. And, you know, depending upon what happens in the other series, you know, another chance for, you know, days for Steph Curry to get ready, to to, to get well to for uh, round two. Uh, I'm you sure brought up Coach. Coach Steve Kerr, I'm sure,
0: wants to drop the hammer and uh, let's put it away so, yes, they can get some rest, uh, get Curry back for round two. So expect the, the champs to come out blazing uh, in game three to try to really, uh, you know, put the hammer, uh, nail the coffin, if you will, no pun intended, um, yeah. you know, on the
1: Spurs. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, hey, just a live look in here real quick. I think the, uh, they go to commercial break with the Pacers and the Cavs, which are currently playing. Uh, they just went to commercial break. I just seen Kevin Love grabbing his hand. I don't know if that was the one he broke already, but uh, it was his left hand. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Uh, and I think, the, uh, what are they, down by four? Uh, the Pacers they made a huge comeback. We'll talk about that game. We'll get these to Eastern conference anyway. Um, You brought up Draymond before. Was that a flagrant foul or just Draymond's reputation?
0: Uh, I think Draymond's reputation led to that flagrant. There was a a lot of flop in that play. You know, uh, definitely, you know, it wasn't as it was made out to be. However, reputation does uh, follow Draymond Green, and and he's got to know that it does follow him. So when he puts himself in those situations, those things are likely to occur. Uh, and, really, the, the whole Golden State team this year has kind of fell into that type of, you know, style, if you will, where um, I'm sure the refs are kind of looking at them a certain way, uh, fair or not. Um, you know,
1: his reputation uh, is definitely following him. Yeah, it definitely precedes him. All right. All right, so uh, the other Western Conference game they played uh, here in a little bit, the Rockets up one zero. Um, the Wolves had their chance, and Jimmy Butler actually had a chance to tie the game, uh, got off an air ball, uh, uh, last-second shot attempt. Uh, Harden goes video game mode, though, 44 points, eight assists, uh, literally unstoppable. Didn't get as much help as he could have from the other people, but they didn't need it uh, going into game two, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, but you know, James Harden
0: did his thing, you know, 44 and eight, Big numbers, you know, as expected from the, the likely MVP of the league. But I, I'm going to have to give shout-out to uh, Clint Capella, dropping 24-12. and 12. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty big for him. And on the other side of that, Carl Anthony Towns putting up eight points in 40 minutes. The Timberwolves cannot win a game when you have uh, one of their top players you know, putting in eight points in 40 minutes. You know, Capella definitely outplayed uh, the big cat, and uh, he must come back with a strong game, too, or the Timberwolves are definitely in trouble. Um, You know, decent game, you know, other spots for uh, the Timberwolves, but they need Towns to play big, and he did not do so in game one.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that and give our predictions for the game tonight. Uh, also out west, Oklahoma City knocks off the Jazz behind Playoff P, which may be possibly the whole worst nickname of all time, by the way. I hope that was tongue-in-cheek when he gave it. Paul George gets 36, shakes off his shaky shooting performance at the end of the season. Uh, you know, I, I, we'll get to this too when we preview that game here in a little bit, which is also currently on, on NBA TV. Um, but, you know, Playoff P, if they can get that kind of performance from Paul George, Oklahoma City is going to be a really tough out. Well, that's what they got him for. You know the
0: regular season uh, didn't go as planned, but you know Paul George Carmelo, they came over for playoff time, and uh playoff p, I never actually heard that nickname until uh after after game one uh but uh p g thirteen, as I'll call him, he you know he definitely elevated his game and showed why uh he they're expected to uh continue. Uh, Over the Jazz, you know, they are trailing at the half of game two uh, to the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell, again, rookie of the year, uh, doing big things, leading the Jazz. But, uh, you know, it's going to be tough to hold off Russ and Paul
1: George in the second half. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so we – yeah, yeah. like I said, we'll talk about that one in a little bit, and we have to talk about Donovan Mitchell, who was a game-time decision for Game 2, but it looked like he already made the start, so he's good to go. Uh, all right, let's swing it out to the second half, out into the Eastern Conference. Hey, man, the Raptors trying to make us into Believers. Got Drake up, smiling and doing everything. Two oh one thirty 130 to 119 over Washington last night. Uh, DeMar DeRozan shows up big and finally trying to get the playoff monkey off his back with 37 points. I don't think well, <laughs> the, the
0: Raptors, uh, Ra- or excuse me, the Wizards had their chance in game one. They they let it slip away, and then game two uh, was a, a more Raptor-like performance. You know, DeRozan with with 37. But other than that, you know, balanced scoring from the rest of the team, even off the bench. So when the Raptors are playing in that type of, of mode, uh, the Wizards don't have much chance. Plus, Bradley Beal has absolutely disappeared, you know, all-star yeah. this year. Uh he is uh definitely where where's Bradley instead of mm-hmm. Waldo. We're trying to find him uh John Wall elevated his game twenty nine and nine, but Bradley Beal did absolutely nothing to help. You know, again, one of the top backcourts, uh if you go Clay and Curry, then you go Lillard McCollum, probably next would be Beal and Wall, and
1: right. those last two have done nothing in the mm-hmm. playoffs
0: so far this year.
1: Things like Bradley Beal as uh John wall has reintegrated himself back into the team and as the team leader, has taken a secondary role, which he obviously didn't need to do while you know while John wall was out, but now he's kind of taken a seat back, and he's not nearly as aggressive as he was when John wall was not on the floor yeah that's uh that's
0: amazing again, you know it was pointed out uh are are the wizards a better team are the wizards a better team without john wall you know yeah. um you mentioned definitely bill. Uh, elevated his game in the absence and uh, even uh, the team had some grumbling saying the ball is moving better with Wall not on the floor. Now the Wall is back. He, you know, did his thing, if you will, but, you know, the team uh, did not do theirs. So uh, the Raptors are looking good. Uh, You know, I still, you know, will not give them the nod. They will, I'm sure, win this opening series. Uh, yeah. But we'll see
1: when uh, round two comes around, if the Raptors show up or not. Yeah, lots of easy buckets last night as the Raptors get up to 130 points. You know, in a game like that, even in the playoffs, you get to 119, you should win, not lose by double digits. So uh, a little bit of defensive struggles uh, for the Wiz. The uh, Celtics uh, get a, a fairly decent or easy win last night. Two over the Bucks. Jalen Brown gets 30. Terry Rozier, another 22 uh, Giannis really not getting a whole lot of help from anybody else. Uh,
0: yeah, Giannis playing big, you know, but he is getting zero uh, assistance from, you know, people we thought would elevate their game come playoff time, whether it's uh, Middleton, whether it's uh, Brogdon, whether it's Parker or, of course, Eric Bledsoe. he's not getting any help. And, again, the Celtics are going to be around in every game they play, and this is without – A big game from Jason Tatum. He had only six points, so, uh, you know, not big from him. And and still, a pretty easy win for the Celtics. So, uh, they're looking really nice uh, with Terry Rozier. Has absolutely stepped in quite well for Kyrie, uh, dropping in 22. Uh, And Eric Bledsoe says, who's Terry Rozier? Well, I think you should see he's the one dropping buckets on you. On on you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah uh yeah you were brought over to uh be like that piece to help the greek freak out and uh you're again your biggest your your two biggest moments are that cross that that crossover step back and this little tantrum that you threw at the uh uh in the locker room after that game i read something somewhere where i think that uh he was mad or allegedly he was upset that uh uh, when uh, Rogier was talking about the game, he ta- He called him, I think mistakenly, or maybe he did it on purpose, called him Drew Bledsoe. Uh, but I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't know. He's actually, he's probably too young to even know who the hell Drew Bledsoe is. So it probably was a personal diss. But, yeah, he's definitely going to have to step up his game when they take it back to Milwaukee if they're going to get a win.
0: Yeah, I think he will. Uh, things may change uh, in Milwaukee. They might steal a game. But I think the Celtics are in a comfortable position right now, and. um I look to see this one ending in five yeah, of the two series
1: heading out, uh you know which team's got the best chance you think to win game three on their home court? yeah, I think it will be
0: Milwaukee, I think uh you know they will give a little home cooking if you will, and uh they may steal that game three, uh but again, overall, I think the celtics uh team ball team ball they're playing well uh getting contributions all over the place and again the young guns Tatum and Brown leading them Al Horford stepping in again playing well uh so the Celtics are playing some great ball uh Bucks might still game 3 but the Celtics will win the series
1: yeah i think a little bit underrated I, i've run Al Horford on this podcast and other areas before too uh the you know, <laughs> greek freak gets 30 but I mean, he could get many more. Uh, the defense that he's playing on him, and getting offensive buckets on the other side too. Uh, shout out to Al Horford. Uh, I'm gonna give him his props for that. Uh, all right, the other here, the series that's in the go between as the game tomorrow night, the Miami Heat, my Miami Heat, that I absolutely bailed on after that complete ass kicking in, <laughs> in game one. Uh, we get a Dwayne Wade throwback of the clock, man. He gets in the way-back machine, drops 28 points in 26 minutes. Uh, the Heat get physical with the, with Philadelphia, you know, some kind of Riley-style 90s basketball and push him around a little bit. Uh, and then Dwayne Wade hits the dagger in Kevin Hart's face. Uh,
0: definitely. I, uh, I couldn't
1: believe it. <laughs> yeah, it was um, Yeah, definitely
0: a turn back the clock. Uh, back to the future, if you will, whatever, you know, you want to say about Dwayne Wade, he uh, definitely elevated his game. You know, he, he again, he was brought in to, to lead the young team uh, in this time of year. And they saved his leg, then played big minutes uh, down the stretch so he could do uh, what he did the other night, you know, 28 and 26. So Dwayne Wade did his thing. question is how much can he do or how many times can he do uh, that type of performance, you know, but he uh, definitely uh, led his team. He led his team, and as a veteran should, and uh, they pulled out a victory. The Sixers didn't uh, didn't shoot as well from three, you know. Game one, they were absolutely unconscious, and you know we knew it would come down a bit, and uh, it definitely did. And uh, you could tell uh, when the threes weren't clicking, you know, you had to go to other means for offense. Um, Simmons did well, but, um, you know, he's, you know, not a jump shooter. So when the threes aren't falling, what else are they going to do? That's the time where you need Joel Embiid.
1: And, um, you know, he's still, uh, doubtful for game three. Doubtful. Yeah. Doubtful for game three. Yeah. The heat pick up, um, they, the heat pick up the defense and, like straight from the, you know, right under the bucket, they're playing in full 94 feet, uh, during that game and bumps justice Winslow bumping, uh um, you know, people all over the place, really. And uh, so, yeah, so shouts out to the Heat for that. Yeah, Joe L.M.B., yeah, doubtful for game three. He sends out a tweet after the game, essentially says, I'm tired of being baby, you know. Um, he cleared the concussion protocol, but I guess it's something maybe to do with his face. Who really knows? Uh, but without him um, coming to Miami, I don't think that's a good spot for the Sixers. Well, yeah. you know, I think uh, they hadn't
0: lost in, you know, a, a month. You know, they hadn't lost in a month. They had won, you know, 17 games in a row. So maybe this was a dose of reality, uh, you know, for the 76ers to uh, to lose a game. They, they forgot what it was like to lose a game. I think they'll bounce back. They are the better team with or without Embiid. Uh, you know, they won't shoot as good as they did in game one, but they won't shoot as poorly as they did in game two. It'll probably be somewhere in between. And, uh, you know, I think the Sixers are still okay, uh, you know, with or without Embiid. But, you know, can't count out the heat, you know, if Wade uh, does what he did uh, in game two. So, uh, can
1: uh, D. Wade uh, continue to elevate his team? We'll see in game three. Yeah, watch out for the South Beach curse for the Sunday afternoon start. Uh, You know, as they only get to really the day-and-a-half turnaround to get from Philly to Miami for game three tomorrow. Uh, But that's a few days on South Beach before that Sunday game, uh, just be careful. <laughs> there's, there's a long time for a lot of young dudes to be out in Miami. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, shout-out to D. Wade. Definitely turn back the clock. Uh, probably, I'm not sure if you saw the, um, you know, when he hits that, that last dagger um, where he turns and he looks down at Kevin Hart, you know, uh, Allen Iverson is maybe two feet people down from, from Kevin Hart, and his words to Dwayne Wade is like, you a bad motherfucker. So, yeah, uh, great, great, uh, great moment there here for DUA. Hopefully he can keep it going. All right. Yeah, key key words you said there, he looked down at Kevin Hart. He looked down. I got you. I got you. All right. So we move to tonight's game, and literally we are right down to the wire for this Pacers and Cavs game. Uh, I, I text you when we were pretty much done with the podcast last uh, – the last podcast and was like, hey, man, we didn't talk about the Kardashian curse. As I don't think Tristan Thompson's actually gotten any minutes in this game for sure, and I'm not sure how many minutes he played in, in game one as well. Um, the Cavs up, I think, four here.
0: Uh, they're up five or 19 seconds to go. Tristan Thompson has definitely lost his spot in the rotation uh, you know, he uh, Larry Nance Jr. has uh, filled his spot uh, playing the, the five spot off the bench. Uh, he only came in in mop-up minutes at the end of the game, of game one, and he has not played yet in game two. So there's definitely some Kardashian curse uh, going on there. He's, his game has disappeared. You know, he was the energy guy. He was the rebounder, offensive, defensive rebound, start, the fast break. uh they got none of that down the stretch and you know he lost favor with uh Ty Lue, and he is uh not even sniffing the court uh these days. So um, you know, the Cavs look in a good position to win game two. LeBron uh showed why he is the king uh with forty-four at this point, still not getting much help. Um, you know, with love with fifteen and then Kyle Corver next on the list with twelve. Um Dare I say, he misses uh, Kyrie. I won't say that, but
1: we know (laughs) that. Yeah, uh, they've gotten some really interesting spots. Calderon had a decent game, uh, you know, coming off the bench. A lot of foul trouble with George Hill uh, in this game as well. Uh, LeBron scored, I think, the first 16 points uh, on his own. He came out, you know, no talking, just heading to the basket, just, you know, head down, hitting pretty much everything. Uh, to start, you know, and he up, I think, 20 in the first half. So, uh, yeah, this is, this is the type of game. You know, No, somebody asked him how he was feeling about, you know, being down 1-0, and he was like, I was down 3-1 in the finals. You you really think this is a big deal to me? And so, you know, this is the kind of game you would expect from a superstar in this moment.
0: Yeah, no doubt. LeBron is definitely against Sean. Why is the king, you know, he's, um, you know, taking 24 shots, I think. To me, that's the number. Uh, to to look at him even more so than his points. You know, my opinion, he should take no less than 20 shots a game. And we know sometimes he is efficient taking less. But, you know, when you're the leader of the team, you got to, you know, lead the team um, in in multiple ways. And tonight uh, he's definitely showing why he he is indeed the king, my personal MVP this year. But, uh, hey, big numbers by LeBron, 46. Uh, so far with six seconds
1: to go yeah he gets himself in trouble a little bit by sometimes being you know too unselfish uh and passed a lot in that first game and people didn't hit shots and they wind up getting kind of run on their home court so this one looks like it's going to be headed to 1-1 headed back to indiana for i think that's game one on saturday or game three on saturday uh we got not really sure what the extent of this Kevin Love injury is, but that would definitely be a, a a hamper as he did not come back in the game after he came out.
0: Yeah, that would be a problem. Um, you know, we'll wait to see what, you know, the extent of the injury is. But uh, Kevin Love having difficulty staying in the lineup uh, this year for the Cavs. Yeah,
1: no oh, doubt. All right, the other game is on tonight. is the Jazz at the Thunder. Uh, like I said this was my upset pick of the night, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I just don't tr- trust Oklahoma City, man. They've been having a couple of days where everybody on playoff pee and everybody giving them, you know, on the on the Zach, as we used to say. Um, I, I, yeah, I just don't trust them. They're gonna get their heads gassed up, and might, you know, the Jazz could sneak one out tonight. Uh,
0: Utah playing well as of right now, but um, you know, as I flip the channel over. We're going to uh, see, you know, they're, they are up seven currently, but still a lot of time left. Um, you know, Re- uh, Westbrook really looking to put his uh, stamp on the game. You know, Donovan Mitchell playing in the game, but, you know, it's, you know, Derek Favors putting up big numbers uh, for Utah and even Ricky Rubio throwing 15 in so far. He can't, when Ricky Rubio's hitting his jumper, you're yep. in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, having once had the foot contusion at a time, um, it is very, very painful depending upon how deep that bruise is, uh, almost to the point where the doctor told me it, was like, it would have been less painful if you broke it. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, it's very curious as to how that's going to play out for him over time. Again, depending upon how serious it was. But obviously it was fairly serious if they made him a game-time decision. I'm sure he had much better access to doctors and uh, uh, drugs. Than I did at Edinburgh University, so um, so yeah, we'll see how that game plays out tonight. Uh, the last game on the on the docket is the Wolves at the Rockets. This is my blowout pick game of the night. Uh, you know they had their shot the Wolves in game one, they didn't take advantage of it. This 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 is setting up to be one of those games where the Rockets just blow them out. To me,
0: yeah, I think uh, I definitely have to agree with that, uh, Minnesota. Uh, again you know played them tough game 1 had opportunities but uh yeah i don't i don't see them doing much better unless carl anthony towns you know elevates his game they cannot uh they cannot do um they can't do anything with too many weapons uh for the rockets you know i expect uh i, I think i'd have to agree with you uh, a blowout special in the making tonight in houston
1: So as we get ready to turn the corner, Valley LaForce is interviewing LeBron here. As we get ready to turn the corner into this latter part of the weekend games, we get the Heat and the Sixers tomorrow night. And we get, uh, I I think there's one more than that. I don't have it in front of me right now. uh, But who do you like for tomorrow night with the Heat and the Sixers? I'll tell you, uh, if
0: the Heat were to somehow sneak out game three, uh, I think then you really, really hear uh, the the grumbling, you know, from you know the Seventy Sixers, uh, you know, with or without Embiid. If if Embiid uh, does not play in Game Three, and the Sixers were to lose, uh, there's going to be some some trouble in Philly, you know, and not necessarily from a talent point of view because they are the better team. I think more so it would be from just a a a mental. Uh, state because obviously a young team this is not a position they've been in before uh, so you know this is something um, you know only people on their team you know with the the playoff experience would be like a, a J.J. Redick and yeah. uh, Marco Bellinelli you know and those guys would have to be the ones to quote unquote calm the team and you know lead the way uh, to show some veteran savvy and I don't think those guys uh, are gonna be able to to do that. Their leading players. player is their rookie, Ben Simmons, you know, and then, you know, Joel Embiid if he does play. So um it's gonna be a tough game to call. Sixers better come out firing early, take the crowd out of it. Uh if the crowd gets in it, Miami
1: I expect to heat the roll. Right. Uh yeah and the other games tomorrow night, Portland at New Orleans and then Golden State in San Antonio. Um at uh I'm with you. I think every home team's gonna uh, every home team is going to hold serve, uh, and uh, like I said, San Antonio will be on their way out the door. And then I, I, I kind of believe Portland's going uh, to, you know, kind of phone it in too if they lose tomorrow night. Yeah, Portland, uh, Portland better take the crowd out immediately in New Orleans, you know, or
0: they are in big trouble. San Antonio, uh, they're at home. Uh, this is their best shot at all, but I still don't think it's going to be enough against the Dubs. All right. All right.
1: So as we hit the wrap-up after the final buzzer, uh, you know, a little, little bit of the playoff schedule, we'll have Master P continue to be balloted, it and play us out. Hey, man, where can they find you?
0: Hey, find me at Will Stacks, W-I-L-L-S-T-A-C-K-S, on Instagram. Let me know what you think of this week in the association, or you can find me on Twitter at MrWaters77. That's M R W. A-T-E-R-S 77 on Twitter. Give me your thoughts. What do you think of the playoffs so far? What are some topics you would love for us to talk about
1: going forward on this week in the association? Yes, that's right. And this week in the association, remember you better find the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, uh, just search at Brothers Comics. You can find me on Twitter at Brothers Comics. You can find me on Instagram at Brothers Comics. That's B-R-O-T-H-A-S C-O-M-I-C-S at Brothers Comics. So, yeah, check us out. Find, rate, review, subscribe, share, all of those lovely, lovely things as we make our way through this first round of the playoffs. Uh, I'm going to let you have this bout at P, man. Uh, this is, I am not a No Limit Soldier fan of, at all. Um, so <laughs> this, hey, this is a little bit rough up. opening and closing. To me. Got to give it up uh, for
0: the N.O. And then, might I say, Mia X versus uh, in this is actually fantabulous, you know, one of the best uh, verses, uh for sure in the No Limit family. But, uh, yeah. hey, big shout-out
1: to, uh, you know, New Orleans doing big things.
0: Can they keep it up against the Blazers?
1: Yeah, we'll find out real soon. Playoff schedule-wise for us, we'll probably come back towards this, towards uh, probably Saturday or Sunday-ish area as we let some of these other games play in. Uh, I'll be getting some closeout games actually by the time we get to that podcast. So just be checking us out. You know, stay loose. We'll be there. We ain't going to let you down uh, as we get like deeper and deeper into the playoffs. All right. So, as the producer of this podcast, I'm signing off. Go ahead and sign off with Stacks. Will Stacks
0: is out. Peace.
1: Peace, everybody.